Welcome to the Taste of Dragons, the Toddcast, the video game podcast that all you sandwich lovers listen to. On today's episode, we'll be talking about old-fashioned Bioshock DLC, Animal Crossing Mania, the coronavirus, and Nintendo Switch kiosks in airports. Our Dragon of the Week will be the comic book writer and video game designer, Chris Avalon. Ooh. Ooh. My name is Amanda, your surrogate host, filling in for the incomparable Brian Richards. Joining me on today's adventure is... Troy, I'm going to be doing Joe's numbers. Beep, boop, beep, boop. Levels, levels. Microphones, I'm a tech person. Woo! Thank you for all you do, Joe. I can't do this without you. Please come back. (laughs) And joining us again... Guess who's back? Back again. (laughs) Guess who's back? It's AJ. Will all the real fact checkers please stand up? Please stand up. No, don't stand up. Your headphones are connected. Oh yeah, that's right. That would have been. Thank you for saying that because I was going to stand up, and that would have been bad news. As you may have noticed, Joe and Brian are still living it up in Japan, but but don't worry, they will be joining us soon to regale us with all of their Japanese video game adventures. Hell yeah! And I, for one, can't wait to hear about all of the fun stuff that they've been doing, most especially about the fun food that they've been eating yeah me too i four two you four one i four two you four three i four four (laughs) (laughs) welcome to the math podcast taste of dragons the tastiest mathematic equations you've ever found is it because i'm asian it's a math podcast whoa wow whoa Whoa. no it's the dragon part i guess that it would be the most asian what? Wow! Whoa, whoa! Dragons originated in in east uh, in the east i know but wait wait what's more asian dragons didn't vikings have dragons vikings are like older than (laughs) <laughs> everything <laughs> no they're not i couldn't think of anything older than vikings I, Where's asians older than vikings? I, asians mm. asians asians yeah but wait where the, where the vikings come from i, th- I thought there was just vikings wait, wait are you saying that the vikings came from asia yes no i'm pretty sure we all came from the river nile and then a okay. subset went to That's not asia. the east and then a subset went to the north and then a subset stayed in africa and then we kind of got all of our different people evolved and whatnot in different ways, uh, with their own dragons, but I, I think I think East East made dragons first. All right, all right, <laughs> fine. Gosh, I think I, I I'm pretty sure that the North made beards first. If, oh, if that matters, right, yeah. right. I don't know. I I've seen I've seen some Asian art with with some beards. They have some very different Do, beards, we have but f- some very good man shoes. That's what they. Yeah, are. yeah. And so. I love it. And I love it. But anyway, yeah, I hope they get some good sandwiches over there in Japan. <laughs> so, some Japanese sandwiches. Japanese yeah. ones. Yeah. Is there any type of like specific Japanese sandwich? Oh, you mean like, like how down here we have like a Cuban sandwich, which yeah. is like some ham, a little bit of pickle, yeah. some Cuban bread. Like what an, is a Japanese like sandwich? An, fish. An Osaka Sushi. Fish. fish? Just fish. It's just a fish. There's no bread. It's, it's like a rolled fish. up sandwich. Yeah. All right. All right. A dumpling right. maybe? Yeah. That's well, not a sandwich. No, a dumpling is a dumpling. And yeah. You have dumplings across all cultures. A sushi can technically be you in because you have rice and then you have fish and then you can have rice. So the. F- you know what? This is why we sent Joe and Brian into the field yes. was to do this research for us and to come back and tell us about all of the Japanese sandwiches. Next week. And I cannot wait. I'm so happy for them to return as well to, to regale us with their with their information, but also to tell us about all the cuisine in Japan. Tune in next week as well. That's going to be fun. Yes, for our our Japanese-centric podcast. But on that note, let's jump into the video games that we've been playing. What are you playing? So, Troy, why don't you start us off? I have no idea how to talk about my game. Great way to start off, isn't it, AJ? What a great way to kick it off. I'll tell you why. 
Um, I played Minerva's Den. Minerva's Den is not a game by itself. <laughs> Minerva's Den is a one-shot DLC for a game called Bioshock 2 um, that uh, I've always been wanting to play. Now, Bioshock 2 is its own game. It came out in, um, you know what? I don't remember when it came out. Gee, if only I had a fact checker somewhere that could help me out with this. Uh, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. <gasps> AJ, yeah. our he's, fact checker is here. He's on the podcast and ready to help I'm us. I'm ready oh to goodness. help you. Could you please remind me when Bioshock 2 was released? Bioshock 2, February 9th, 2010. At 12.01, midnight. Past midnight, I guess. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> and it was... um. Yeah, it was during a historic two-day blizzard Ooh. in the Mid-Atlantic oh, and no. the New England region. Oh, wow. They couldn't get their games, sadly. Oh, mm. my gosh. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Yeah, I... that was back in the day when you had to pick up your games. Yes, you did. 2010, yeah. You didn't just give me a fact. You colored that fact. Wow. Now that I know that a we blizzard didn't have to worry was about made. That. Yeah, we didn't have to worry about it. Yes, that's true. What are blizzards? <laughs> what are blizzards? Except the video game company. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <no. laughs> that was from Brian. So, so Bioshock 2 came out, the follow-up to Bioshock. Uh, it all takes place in this underground utopia where they got the best minds together to make this kind of uh, yeah a utopia filled with people who didn't have didn't have anybody saying no to them. And it all went bad in Bioshock One. Everything went to hell in Bioshock Two. Things continue to go to hell and whatever. But when I played this game in 2010, I played some of the DLC, some of the multiplayer. But then you know what? I ran out of money because <laughs> this was 10 years ago and I am, I'm an actor. <laughs> this is around the time me and you were going to live together. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I had very little funds, just enough. It was like, do I get the DLC or do I find a roof over my head? Um, so I went with the latter. But because of this, this uh, piece of DLC just just fell through my hands like like sand, but sand underwater, so it just kind of floats and dissipates. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what I found out is after uh, that year, people kept talking about this DLC, about how amazing it was, how it was even better than the actual game that it was DLC for, like what it did with the story, with the mechanics. And I kept kicking myself in the foot for missing this. And I kept being like, don't worry, one day I'm going to go back in. I'm going to get it. I'm going to uh, play this game and finally experience what the buzz is all about. And unfortunately, I traded the game in because remember, <laughs> I am broke. <laughs> and this is 10 years ago. And in my head, though, I was like, I'm going to play it one day. I will. I just put a little button on it. And then generations changed. It was for the PS3. PS4 came out. And then I kind of said, you know what? I, I, I lost. I'll never get to play yeah. whatever this game was. And I gave up until this month. February. <laughs> the PlayStation Network allowed the uh, free games or whatever. Yep. And one of the free games was the Bioshock Collection with Bioshock 1, Bioshock 2, and Bioshock Infinite with all the DLC. I downloaded all three games. Yep. It took me like four hours just to play this three-hour DLC. And let me tell you, it was worth it. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Ten years in the making, just as good as everyone said. What was amazing about this is that the developers, the guy who made it, um, auditioned, uh, was applying for an interview to be part of Bioshock 2 and pitched a level design. And they were like, that's really good. How about we just you just take that idea and make your own DLC with it? What? And him and a group of nine oh. other people made this by themselves. And they wanted to make a self-contained story that has a beginning to end that, does, that can stand alone, doesn't have anything to do with the rest of the franchise. And it was so cool. It brought up a lot of... Um, 
a lot of uh, philosophies uh, around AI. A, a man loses his wife in World War II and then is developing this AI and then decides to try and teach the AI his wife. Okay, like beat my wife. <laughs> so that he could bring his wife back, so to speak. And that's kind of the premise with the game as you go forward and this guy's talking to you. And there are twists, twists in this game. And I knew there was a twist in this game. I even knew what the twist was. But what I didn't know is there were twist upon twists. Oh, <laughs> they Oliver twisted you. They Oliver twisted me. Please, sir, can I have some more? Twists. Twists. Twist. <laughs> <laughs> this is dedicated to Brian, isn't it? I'm like... um, so satisfied. And I was expecting just to kind of go through the... I was expecting to beat this game just to say I've done it. I didn't expect to actually get so much from it. And it turns out that this company, the, the three or nine people that did this little standalone DLC, they went on to make their own company called Fulbright uh, Studios, a Fulbright company, which ended up being the makers of Gone Home, which hmm. was very similar to Minerva's Den, where it's very story driven and you're this first person and you're just like walking around. The difference was in Bioshock 2, you're blasting people with electricity and then drilling them with your drill hand oh, in Gone Home. You just find out you're gay, <laughs> and it's it's beautiful, you know. Um, yeah, it, it's awesome, and uh, that company has gone on to make Tacoma and other things. But I feel so so happy that uh, I got to finally play this amazing little piece of uh, of video game history. It changed DLC genres because back then DLC was just like some add on thing. The other DLC was yeah. like yep. you're in a room and there's swarms of bad guys coming towards you, and that's it. This was the first DLC that's like we're gonna take it seriously and we're going to give you a complete. Uh, new story that's worth your money and we've gotten that from other DLC since then from Assassin's Creed to uh, even the Call of Duties have good story uh, equivalents I yep. think I don't know you're a Call of Duty yeah, guy yeah, yeah he yes, says yeah. there is so there is um, so yeah amazing stuff if you haven't picked it up and you have PlayStation Plus it's free for this month get it uh, 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 uh. so so is Sims 4 as well get never heard of well. it is that what you've been playing this week, AJ? Uh, I played a little bit, but I've been playing a lot more of Fallout 76. Ooh. Wait a second. Wait a second. You? Yeah. You're the one? Yeah, I am you're the, the one. You're the 76? I am the Are 76. Are you the Soldier 76 in Fallout 76 <laughs> I've been hearing about? <laughs> no, I'm not going there. No. I can't, I can't let this happen. No. It's not going. How not, is it? It's phenomenal, of course. As always, Brian. So what did, um, you, what did you do this week? Uh, this week, uh, just because of the updates coming out, so we have a, um, it's been a lot busier, a it, lot more people logged on. Is that the NPC update where yeah, you're getting the NPCs? Yeah, uh, Wastelanders. Okay. Um, so that's coming in April, but you have a lot more people amping up because everyone wants to get their gear ready to go. So I've actually been helping people uh, level up and just nuking everything possible. <laughs> so, yeah. That's very Fallout. That's very Fallout. Um, yeah, uh, but it's been nice because I... It's literally been a lot more people on um, than there have been in the last uh, month because of um, the update announced. So I just imagine you as like a guy and you're standing behind like a folding table and you've just got like a bunch of water bottles in front of you. And whenever someone logs on, you're like, hey, welcome back to Fallout. Here's a here's a water bottle. And it's like a, that, that is where my camp is, though. Like <laughs> <laughs> that, my camp is literally right by like the vault. So you're I'm like one of the first people you you like can't walk by. So I'm just like, yeah. One on, of the bye. coolest things I remember when Fallout 76 first came out is that real players were acting like NPCs so that when you started the game, they would like take you on a tutorial. <laughs> yeah. You would almost think it was an NPC, but they were just role playing so hard. That's fun. Yeah. 
I mean, no, there I also, mean, I hear, wasn't that much else to do in the game at that point. Yeah, yeah. In the beginning, <laughs> we had on. nothing else better to do. So <laughs> it's, I was that because we were just my group was just really high level. So I was just helping everybody um, just because it makes more fun because then you can do a lot more missions. But then after that, then I realized I'm better as one of the Raiders, which used to be the bad guys <laughs> in the other games. So we became the Raiders. And yeah, I just start random fights with high level people. Oh. So I yeah. for all the flack that Fallout seventy six has gotten, and they they definitely messed up over the years. That yep. that is true. I, I, um, mm-hmm. what what I have been really impressed with was the community and how they have made a game out of the hardships. Like the fact that you guys were the raiders. Normally in Fallout games, those are like factions and stuff. Yeah, they're factions. I feel like the the, the magic of, of Fallout seventy six really relied on the players to make the magic. Yeah, and those of you who stepped up. Did, did so and I think that that's kind of cool yeah especially in this one just because there was no real NPCs um, there wasn't as much to do because you're just like you explore everything you see everything how many nukes can you really set off how many scorched queens can you kill you know and then sort of gets so then you become one of those scorched queen it's a scorched queen well, unfortunately she's a, she's a bat I couldn't make her a dragon scorched queen I don't know what she is. <laughs> She's a bat. She's a bat. Oh, okay. Oh, cool, if she was cool. a dragon, I would be like, we're, oh, ranking, we're ranking her. From the trailers. Yeah. The bat in the trailers. Yeah. I've seen this so bat. She's the bat. So. So what are, you, what, are, what are you unlocking in the new DLC? Is it like story content? Yeah, it's story content. Raiders, the actual raiders are coming in. Ooh. Uh, a lot more NPCs. Oh, my gosh. But again, I don't, I don't know how it's going to work out because it's like so many of us are such high levels. Like, <laughs> yeah. are you going to give me like a level 10 raider and I'm like level 200? I'm like... I can one shot kill everybody. I, I'm like, I really hope that the raider NPCs are are uh, programmed. So when they come in and see your raider team, they look at you like as if like you know you guys showed, both showed up with the same dress, <laughs> and it's like, oh, oh, you're already here. Oh, we were we were gonna raid. I don't know if no, you were gonna raid. They I should mean, be fighting you for territory, like they, coming into being like, hey, you thought you were raiding here, but, but like, you ain't. They throw down whatever the raider equivalent is of a glove, like a I don't know, a fingerless motorcycle glove or something. The no, nuka like, glove. Pop. The nuka, yeah, nuka, nuka glove. When, we drop the nuka glove. When in doubt of anything, Fallout seventy six, just put nuka in front of it. <laughs> yeah, and you're pro, you're half seventy percent going to be right. Yeah. No, I like the idea. They they roll up, and they throw a nuka cola bottle on the ground, and they're like, "This is our place now." <laughs> <laughs> I, I would love to see that, and I, I want to see what happens. But it's uh, yeah, I'm just getting ready, just getting uh, ready for the update, even though it's two months away and I'm sure it's going to get delayed and I'm totally yeah. fine with it and I know I'm hyping myself up but I know it's not going to be that good just like every other update the, the, the uh, track record trying. yeah the track record isn't great but I hope nothing from the best for this next one yeah, they're trying that's the key part they're trying and there's still people on there so that's all Bethesda always does a really good job of making a good game in the end i.e. Skyrim I, eh, and the keyword at the end so <laughs> it's been we're going on three years three now years, with yeah. 76 three though. years of yeah, I mean, having it from day one. It, and took, then, yeah. it took them a year and a half to fix the PlayStation version of Skyrim. Right, right. So I did not play Skyrim until a year and a half. Yeah. yeah. It, but I didn't play Skyrim until later I mean, on, too. It, yeah. it was bad. Yeah. It, was, yeah. it was bad. But that's that's how I put it. But, it, I mean, we're three years in here. Three years, I'm just saying. Well, hopefully hopefully it's good. Hopefully hopefully they get there. I was going to buy that game when I first heard about it and saw the trailer. Like, I was sold yeah. until it came out. You, sh- you should. And then it, it turned me off. So, I'm... I'm interested to see if now it's gotten to the point that it, it sold me on in the beginning. Yeah, if you pl- but the thing is the other one too. If you play with certain people, like pe- different people want to do different things. Like Marlet, like when I play with Marlet, we she just wants to explore Marlet. Yeah. Everything. She's not a very our, our friend Marlet is not a very violent person. No, she's, she's super empathetic. I can't see her wanting to murder Mar- other Mar- life. Marlet was on our Borderlands podcast, and she was 
into all the numbers of how you can kill better yeah. in a very but like NPCs. Still, the math is there. She <laughs> no, she okay. Like if she piss her off though, she'll uh, she'll get violent. But I think is the best part was I think out of anything like so with her, I I explored in the entire world with her. We just do random missions. Um, but then I did want the one time actually when you talk about the violence of her calling me. Oh, someone in was real being life mean to her in game. Yeah, in yeah. game, and she's like, "Get your crew," and I call <laughs> my crew up, and we all log in just to adventure. But she literally called a hit. Yeah, she, she called did, a hit. Yes. She literally called a hit. And the best part is, it's like it wasn't just like kill them. She's like, "I want them gone," and I'm like, "We destroyed." <laughs> their Aww. camp we destroyed everything until they logged <laughs> off the server and so Marlene can play in peace you scorched earth their queen yeah exactly <laughs> oh god why why <laughs> you're not playing the role of bride today okay that's a bad job there so yeah I'm Brian huh? yeah I'm Brian you're, you're Brian. Joe be Joe there's always a Brian in me and our uh, next topic, <laughs> Amanda. What are you on playing that there? Note, <laughs> uh, I played a cute game this uh, this week. Is I played uh, My Brother Rabbit. It's uh, from Forever Entertainment. It was on sale. I think. Uh, either last week or the week before and I got it for $2 but I already had that much money in my Switch account for like the random Switch points they give you so I, I got it for free um, and it was adorable it's like a puzzle solving game and it's point and click um, but it's really whimsical looking it almost looks like kind of like a watercolor okay. um, but the the story is, is that you're playing this uh, little boy and his sister is sick um, and um, like as she's doing things in real life you're playing with this rabbit it's like her stuffed rabbit so you okay. sit next to her while she's in a hospital bed and you're playing with this rabbit um and whenever you move the rabbit like it gets all hazy and then suddenly you like jump into the game world and then you play as the, the you play as the rabbit and you have to solve puzzles in order to move from stage to stage and every time you move to a different stage it continues the story of this sick little girl so it's basically like every time something bad happens to her he pulls out the rabbit and tries to make her feel better um and there's fun metaphors between like what you're doing in the game to like her like um there's one area where you can't get through to the next place because there's these giant like candy cane looking things um but they're actually thermometers because their temperature is too high so you have to like go find like ice pops throughout the level and then use them to cool down the temperature and then you can get to the next board so it's an interesting combination of like metaphors for her not feeling well combined with like symbols of things kids would like mandy so, mandy yeah. mandy what are you doing? Yeah. This what? is this is my territory. <laughs> if there is going to be sad, cry your eye out games, that is my turf. Get off my lawn. Uh, Get off my tear field, tissue ridden lawn. I don't want to ruin the ending, but there's one very important reason why I was allowed she to dies. play this game instead of you playing this game. Uh, does it become a farming simulator? <laughs> no. She dies. She's dead. <laughs> no, if she died, it would be a Troy game. But that's why I gave you this look. I was like, "This is this is terrible." I don't I don't want to play this. No, it's it not. Sounds sad. It's not. It uh, it, it is. It's very heartwarming. Um, it's it's. Uh, that doesn't help. <laughs> that doesn't help me at all. Here. Um, but it's not a very long game. Um, I think uh, I again I got it on sale, but I think it's fifteen bucks usually. Um, and it took me. I played it in two days, so it probably took me. I don't know, eight hours the whole game. To watch a little kid. Try to cheer up her his dying sister. <laughs> yeah, his sister's. Yeah, like, I don't know if that's worth fifteen dollars. Well, no, because you don't. The whole like eight, you don't sit there for eight hours watch a kid like like pet his dying sister's hair. That's not the game. You're like a little bunny rabbit and you're solving puzzles and stuff. To 
to help her entertain her. So technically, you're the bunny trying to entertain her. That's what yeah. you're telling me. Yes, it, yes. So technically, you're trying to keep her up while she's dying. Yeah, she's you can't not, keep her, she's keep not her dying. morale she's sick. up. Yeah. It reminds me of like um, <laughs> Professor Layton meets the Velveteen Rabbit. Yes, it has very. I, I, I'm glad you said that because it has very Velveteen Rabbit vibes. I'm glad you're glad I'm said that. I, I'm glad that you're glad that I'm glad. I, I'm AJ, glad that you're are you glad? glad? Who's glad? I'm glad. I'm glad. You's glad. You it's glad. the best for We're your Ziploc needs. <laughs> but um, I almost went to hefty. I went to the wrong, I was thinking the wrong trash bags. <laughs> Are you glad? It's <laughs> like hefty, hefty, hefty. <laughs> wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. This podcast brought to you by Glad Said Hefty. <laughs> it's one or the other. We can't have both. Uh, no, yeah, no. You can't no, do that. Because no, Glad like, is like this the... Coca Cola energy, not Pepsi energy, because Coca Cola <laughs> energy is so much better. Mm. <laughs> yeah, we are drinking a lot of Coca Cola energy. We saw it in Publix. Uh, in a grocery store, and we saw that there, I don't know, public, I guess, energy drinks are now Coca Cola branded. So we got all four different types. We are jacked for this podcast. We got them for science, for research purposes, because we have our, our dragon in the field here. Uh, AJ has to research something all of the time. It's yeah, kind of in his I blood. Do. It's just, it I drank it has because I wanted to feel like that rabbit in a different world. In a different world. Helping those kids. <laughs> them velveteen rabbits. I need all those energy drinks to get there, guys. Come on. You know, hop along. Me. Just keep hobbling come along. Come on, come on. Let's cheer the kid up. Nope. Cheer the kid up. Let's go. Let's go. Let's do solve some puzzles. Solve some puzzles. We can do it. We can do it. <laughs> <laughs> but but it was a it was a short, sweet, fun game. It was definitely worth the fifteen bucks. Uh that's like what, two sandwiches? A sandwich and a half? Not fifteen even? bucks? Yeah. Depends on where you're going. Sandwich and a half. We're like getting the sandwich from though. A what? Well, um, getting a Trump. Let, let's yeah, that's what I mean. It's like yeah. a metaphorical sandwich. I'd say a sandwich and a half, and it was definitely worth a sandwich and a half. Okay. But, it's um, worth a sandwich and a half. A sandwich and a half? Uh, okay. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty good. A good sandwich and a half, too. Not a sloppy one. Unless sloppy sloppy one. Yeah, I was going to say the sloppy <laughs> ones are good. I was like, hey, go. <laughs> uh, but on that note, it's time to move on to our next segment, the news. News, 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 news. After this week's Animal Crossing Direct, the internet is absolutely flooded with the Animal Crossing memes, fan art, and news articles. Here with the details is Troy. Hi, everyone. My name is Troy. I'm your Animal Crossing um, connoisseur over here. I woke up at 9 o'clock this morning to watch a direct, and I missed half of it because I slept in. <laughs> <laughs> so make that 9.15. <laughs> that's okay. I caught up. Uh, let's kick this off first with our Animal uh, Crossing countdown. As of Sunday, when this podcast comes out, we will be 25 days, one hour, and 25 minutes from Animal Crossing crossing us. Oh, so excited. Um, so some of the fun things that uh, Animal Crossing added to uh, or updated and let us know about is they're going to be adding uh, hemispheres, meaning that uh, if if it's it's like, what, spring now, pretty much? Um, but if you're on the other hemisphere, it's not spring. <laughs> Which okay. I thought that was really nice. Very globally inclusive since they sell the game yeah. everywhere. Yep. So if like you were in Argentina and then they're like, look, it's spring. And you're like, this is uh, a one. I, I have to really that. fast forward my clock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just, just live in October. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's great. So uh, we can all decide when we play what hemisphere we want to play in. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I was thinking about it today. It's like, do I want to play in my correct hemisphere and then in, like enjoy the seasons as they come? Or do I want to be the cool guy? that has the seasons that no one else has they want to come visit me and i can't decide the second one no the second. i want to be the but first. not everyone can be the second one because then we're all messed up anyway yeah, we're all gonna be messed up anyway I, so good i'm trying to go with as much realism as possible like i want to really be living my animal crossing character so i will have it in my 
my my current uh, hemisphere. Thank we you live very in much. Florida. We don't have any seasons. No seasons, but we do <laughs> yeah. have a hemisphere. Is there an always summer <laughs> yeah, option? Yeah, is there an always summer option? That'd be great. <laughs> always summer with like two days of fall? No, AJ, please don't take. This is the only winter I get. That'd, be, a, that'd be hilarious though. You're right. You're like, I live in Florida and they're just like, it's always summer. It gets a little cold one day and then that's about you it. You get nothing but those very loud bugs. <laughs> and um, it's, it's raining and kind of damp. Ugh, always, always. Uh, they also showed us how the crafting will work. You get It seems like you get like a crafting license, and then you kind of learn how to make certain things, and then you can make them for the rest of the game. Uh, cool. I like crafting, and apparently they, they saw Minecraft in Fortnite, and were like, yeah, I guess we could do that. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Wait, what part of it's Fortnite? Uh, the building things. Uh, okay, okay. And crafting, okay, okay. yeah. Um, also, you can design furniture now. So before, you could like pixelate and draw your own. I think Brian mentioned he made like a 3,000 Brigade or cosplay troop. He used to make um, all the Tate's t-shirts. Yeah, he did. And the Tate's t-shirts on the uh, Animal Crossing games, in the Animal Crossing games. And you could just wear those t-shirts in game. Yeah. Guess what? Now you can put it on your furniture. You want that pillow to have my face on it? It'll have my face. <laughs> you want a shirt with my face? Easy. I'll, I'll buy one. How about, your cha- how about that chair? I'll buy them all. Yes. You know this. I hoard things in that game. <laughs> Call I'm a hoarder. Chair face. Well, the cool thing about, about hoarding in that game now also is there, um, this probably happened in the, the last version. I didn't play the last uh, DS version, but they're allowing you to really kind of uh, design your home now so that it can yeah. actually be more like a home. Back when I played Animal Crossing, which was the Wii was the last one I played, I just shoved everything into a room. <laughs> <laughs> but they had themes. My Nintendo room was in the basement. My like nice furniture was in the middle because they would come down and like rate your rooms or something yeah yeah, yeah. happy home academy you would have those weird robot ferns upstairs i don't know what those are called uh, but they make music plunkoids? if you put them together plunkoids sure P- P- pick plots who's making words now plunkoids? who's yeah, making up words yeah, now who's making up words now manda <laughs> um so now it looks like you can actually get some feng shui in there you make it look really nice the different, and make it feel good the different views was cool because normally you're stuck at like a like a three quarters top down kind of view yeah. and then you have to put stuff on it and the last game gave you like a bit of a tilt so you could like yeah. almost like slightly enough, turn though. your head yeah. but the nintendo direct oh my gosh it looks like you can see every wall from an own unique angle you can like select bits of furniture like all at the same time and move them so if you're like oh I, I have a dining set you don't have to move every piece individually you can move a bunch of stuff it all looked really amazing yeah. that's exciting so they have uh, a phone app which you can actually have with your phone it allows you to talk it allows you to uh text each other in game so if i write something in the phone app it'll show up in the game like my character's talking mm-hmm. which i'm all for i think that'd be kind of cool um they incorporated fast travel with a helicopter you don't get to ride the helicopter. You, oh. It just like blacks out and then you wake up and it's like the helicopter knocked you out and then took <laughs> you to wherever you needed to go. Um, just like Uber. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Damn. What, that didn't that happen with dark. you guys? No. What, that's not how it works for you? <laughs> Whatever. Um, and one of the main things that I'm really excited for is landforming. So after a certain while, you can get a license to start like if you have a river that's in your way and you have to you have to like go all the way up to the top of your town to get on a bridge to get across this river and then back down to the place you wanted to get to, it takes up a lot of time. Now you can just dig that river up. <laughs> <laughs> no more river. Um, you can terraform the land to your own likes. You can add waterfalls. You can add things. Whatever you want to do to kind so of many waterfalls. It. You can put a, a so many waterfalls. Welcome AJ, to Waterfall AJ, City. AJ, you can put a bridge. Anywhere you want, they'll just sell you bridges, and you can put. That's just so game. <gasps> wait, 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 wait. I can buy as many bridges as I want. Yeah. 
Oh God. You know what? <laughs> I, I just want to make this game Death Stranding and just make a bunch of bridges <laughs> that everyone can come. There's make sure to leave a like. No buildings in your town. There's just one long, beautiful highway. I'm going to be Waterworld. I'm going to just all water. <laughs> Waterworld. I'm, that would be really pretty, actually. Put that, like, the homes on stilts and then. Yeah. Have a, yeah. I'm, go, I'm going that and way. You will name your main character Kevin Costner and we will recreate Waterworld. We will go movie. fishing yeah. in your town. Everyone has to have a theme. We're gonna have enough cities, like yeah, That's a good enough point. of us yeah. playing. You know, everyone's got to do something random. What I didn't see was uh, what was in the 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 Wii version is you could make your me the character um, oh. versus a made up character only because I remember my character from the Wii and that that guy had an afro and like a goatee <laughs> yep and I don't think that's an option with the <laughs> with the Animal Crossing given characters and. Damn it, I want my goatee in that Animal Crossing. I'm sure it's going to happen because they're pretty big on customizing things like that. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hope so. I want a fro. <laughs> and I'm going to wear your I'm going to wear your face on my shirt. <gasps> well, that's, that's actually an interesting <laughs> That's an interesting point because in the last one, the city one, you went into town and there the hair, hairstylist was in town and when they talked about the NPCs and the direct that were going to be in Animal Crossing, she wasn't one of them. Mm. So hopefully there is a hairstyle kind of Yeah. Either you can change it all the time because it's your own hair, or uh, hopefully they reintroduce her. Beautiful. Yep. All right, that's it for Animal Crossing. I'll throw it back to Mandy. Take it away. Uh, in slightly sadder news, um, the coronavirus is actually going to start. <laughs> Sorry, it's not okay. funny. It's not funny. <laughs> it's, just, it's just, it's so opposite of Animal Crossing. <laughs> it's, just, it's really hard to go there after that. Yes, anyway, hold on. Take a breath. The coronavirus. Yes, yes go ahead, the Mandy. coronavirus. Uh, the coronavirus is going to start affecting uh, video games. Um, is is actually two sad points. Is um, Sony's not going to be attending PAX East, um, and they quoted that uh, they didn't want they because of the coronavirus that they wanted to step back from that event, which means that there's not going to be any demo footage of Last of Us Part Two, Doom Eternal. Um, no, what is it? Noah two? Neo. 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 Thank you. Neo two or Spelunky two. I would love to play Noah two. Noah like, two. <laughs> I gotta go back and get the animals. He's oh like, gosh! Oh, I left the unicorns I forgot behind. The yar- I forgot the narwhals. <laughs> I thought they could swim. Oh man! Um, and then also, um, the because of the coronavirus, they think that Nintendo's Switch production is going to be affected. Is not right now because you if you go to a store today, you can totally buy a Switch. But um, they're not producing parts right now, so um, they expect sometime in April that the Switches may become scarce. So if you wanted to buy a Switch, now is probably a good time. And if you don't want to buy a Switch till sometime in April, you just may have to be patient until they get back on store shelves. Mm-hmm. I got uh, patience for days. But you know what? I don't. I don't know that much about the coronavirus. If only there was someone here who could just give us like a quick huh, that's a great summary point. of, hmm. oh my goodness, AJ, you're here. Oh, oh my here. gosh, AJ, he's so good. He is so he good. He's so good. What, what do you know about the coronavirus? What do I know about it? Hmm. Well, the CDC has said the coronavirus is a respiratory illness which can spread through physical contact, coughing, sneezing, or encountering infected surfaces. The virus has affected 30 countries with 15 cases in the U.S., mostly concentrated on the West Coast, but it's also on the East Coast, too. He's so good. He's so good. So learned. Oh, my goodness. So smooth, too. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I was looking at him through the eyes through that entire thing. It was was like he was in the Internet. It's like he was the Internet for a second. Oh, my gosh. My aunt told me that, you know, she's out there. She said that you're the human Internet? (laughs) I actually won't go there. I won't do that joke. That's a bad joke. Bad joke. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, uh, obviously, uh, thoughts and, and... 
and, and goodness, and good vibes going towards uh, all those people affected. Yeah, by th- the that virus. thing sucks. I really, yeah. yeah. Take care of yourselves out there the best you can. Wash your hands. Wear a mask. Always. But in be a superhero. Yeah, be a superhero. Sorry, <laughs> that's what a superhero does too, right? <laughs> Wash, Wash your hands. hands. Wear a mask. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta say uh, wear a cape. Wear uh, a cape. it's iffy. That they could take. Or, I can take or leave the cape. <laughs> in lighter news, uh, Nintendo Switch kiosks are going to be coming to airports, which, which is super fun. You get to an airport and they're like, oh, man, your flight's delayed by two hours. And you're like, yes, because you're sitting <laughs> at a Nintendo Switch kiosk, which is essentially just a docking station for a Switch connected to a TV that you can use, apparently, for as long as you want. I can't wait to catch coronavirus <laughs> because <laughs> playing this so Switch. many people will be on that. And just, that's just a testament to how popular that will be. I think that's a great idea idea um yes 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 to everything involved in that i think it would only work with the switch not only because the switch is the only one portable but because both xbox and playstation like if i plugged in my playstation to a tv and Mm -hmm. then broadcast it to an entire airport i can just imagine that being horrible it's just like they would (laughs) so much content like you can't show that a tv but i feel like for the switch they can be pretty confident it's very family friendly and whatnot you can't get on you can't get on the internet with it you can still (laughs) play the witcher so maybe not so much (laughs) as there are topless ladies in the witcher but uh, toss a coin to your boobies okay (laughs) sorry about that (laughs) um but yeah so i'm looking forward to that but uh you know what i don't know which airports they're coming to aj can you tell us which airports in the united states will be getting switch kiosks wait are we getting another fact another fact i haven't even recovered from the last one yet my mind is still blown (laughs) give me a second to just put my mind back together before the facts come goodness you gotta keep it up. You gotta keep up with it. I'm ready. All right. I'm here. You know. Now you get in real life, in real time here. You know. So IRL. Let's see. Um, Seattle, Tacoma International Airport, O'Hare International Airport, Dallas Love Field Airport. Uh, we'll get it start beginning of next month there, and Dooley's International Airport as well. So they're gonna have the kiosks. You'll notice he didn't say Fort Lauderdale International Airport. Great. So I'm just Everyone saying, but us. Awesome. Feels so all good. Of, all of those Fort Lauderdale International Airport executives that are listening to our podcast, I just want you to does. know that, that everyone's going to be laughing at us because everyone else is going to have a kiosk and we're not going to have a kiosk. But I would like to suggest that if we do get one, that they put it in the Delta Terminal because I fly Delta. Thank yes, you. Thank concur. You. Delta, please. Yep. Delta, Delta, please. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. But you can always take over television. Take over television? Yeah. Oh, I'm with this idea. I, I, don't know. I, I've I done saw that, that article. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm one of those people that do take over one of those things because I bring my cable with me. Oh. And then I'll be like, hey, you want to play? And then people start playing. There was Especially- a news article on that. That you're 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 one step away from being Florida man. I'm just want to uh, warn you, AJ. Uh, no, they're fine with it. We <laughs> all are. We are, are all one fine step with away. It? What are they? I I fly late or early in the morning. Nobody cares. They're all just right. like. All right. Who needs to know what flight you're, what time your other <laughs> flights are coming in? All right. What time? Uh, oh, oh, I'm in, I'm on, uh, I'm going to uh, Denver. D D D. What is that? Overwatch. That, that is. You want to play here? Uh, speaking of Overwatch, uh, Troy, do you have an Overwatch League update for us? Oh yeah, thank you, Mandy. This is uh, Troy, a sportscaster, uh, logging in for the sports section because you know we do sports here. I'm with my uh, my co-host, my co-host here, uh, sportsman AJ. Um, we are big into the sports, all things sports, 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 um, so the Overwatch League had its, uh, second season, second week of the third season, um, last weekend. Um, so I want to give you some quick stand-ins as to what's going on this weekend. We had 
Philadelphia, the Fusion, break out into the scene. They won their first two games back-to-back. Mm-hmm. They are on par with the New York Excelsior, which is noted to be the one of the best teams in the league. Philly said, uh, hello, we are here. And what was even best is that they had a homestand, so they were in Philly them, uh, actually. Yeah, they were. Yep. So they just, winning in Philly. Philly fans are on another level. Like, Philly fans are no joke at all. Yeah. And so, uh, also, we had uh, Miami entered the scene. So, Floridians, you got your Miami team coming in. They went one for one. Um, but what's cool about the Miami team is that about two seasons ago, they were, I would say, one of the worst teams. In the terrible. Terrible. You know why? Because they had no Koreans. But they fixed that because <laughs> yes, now did. they have only Koreans. <laughs> <laughs> Which means they're doing better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, just so you know, Joe, your team, the Dynasty, Soul Dynasty, have not played yet. And they will not play until the 7th, March 7th. Uh, I think there were some uh, cancellations due to the virus we talked about earlier. Yes. Okay. Um, so they'll do the best they can once they get out there. And, of course, we have London Spitfire, Manny and I's favorite team. Oh. Oh, over two. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. They're a new team. They're finding their ground. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. Some teams haven't played yet, so the rankings don't really mean anything. Yeah. But the current rankings, they're 19 out of 20. Shh. It's okay. They'll be fine. I'm learning I'll about sports. Uh, what's also fun is that by the time everyone will be hearing this update, um, the next week of uh, games will be done. <laughs> yeah, they will be. So, uh, you know what? You're just here for the flavors and the nuance of yeah. sports. Yeah, do you want your sports news a week late? Because that's what we're about here. That's right, eSports baby. <laughs> and this has been your sportscaster, Troy, clocking in for another uh, week of owl. You know what, Troy? What? Now that you're done sports casting, you look hungry. I look hungry? You Why? do. You look hungry. Tasty topic. Oh, oh goodness. <laughs> mm. You beat me to it. Nom, 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 This week's Tasty Topic is going to be brought to you by Troy. Hey, what's up? Uh, this is Troy, your former uh, Animal Crossing uh, connoisseur and your former uh, eSports sportscaster. Um, switching. You got to give us a different week. voice. You got to give us a different voice. Well, I'm switching a different hat on this time. <laughs> Allow me to talk about is my Xbox voice. No, if I need an Xbox voice, it's got to be like gritty. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about Xbox this week. Our tasty topic. We are going to be... Um, I've noticed that our podcast tends to be mostly about Sony. And Nintendo. And yeah. Nintendo. And Steam. And we don't have a lot of coverage and a lot of love on Xbox around here. Yeah, I know. So we figured <laughs> we would have AJ, who is an Xbox professional. He's an Xbox expert. Dang, so there, it is. Oh. there it is. Xbox expert. An Xbox expert. Xbox expert. You're doing great. I'm, You're doing I'm great as Brian. I, I, gotta, I have to applaud you on that one, though. <laughs> I wanted to hear about xbox and you your xbox stories whatever they may be maybe it's the first time you played an xbox maybe it's just a memorable story you had in in any of the xbox iterations uh since then let's take a little trip down xbox nostalgia lane and see if we can't get some mountain dew along the way (laughs) (laughs) some game fuel i'm sorry game fuel um i can start if you give you guys a second to, to think it up um i uh i first played xbox in 2003 um, I won this like scholarship type thing for this acting award in high school. And so they sent me to be part of this national cast from other people who won in, in America. And because of this, we got uh, sponsored and hosted by families. So one of the families in DC uh, who had a kid that was also part of this program was like, I'll take care of him for a month. And they did. 
And in that basement was an Xbox. And I had no idea what an Xbox. I didn't have a PlayStation 2 at the point at that point. I just knew it. I liked video games. I'd only had like a PlayStation 1, I think, leading up to this time. And uh, my other roommate did not care about uh, theater games. He was like in the theater, as if we were here at this theater thing. And he just wanted to like work on musicals and stuff. And I was like, let me play that game. Once rehearsal was done, I was like, let me play that thing. And the first thing he put on there was uh, Halo. And I played all of it. Every day when I got home from work or whatever, rehearsal, whatever, I played a little bit more of Halo until about a week and a half later I was done. And I had no idea what I was playing. Because I, I was so tired, I would just get home and just play something. I didn't know that I was playing one of the most influential the, games the game. of like the gaming game. history. Yeah. I, I just knew it was fun. <laughs> and I was shooting things and driving cars and running away from little bugs and, and stuff. And it was cool. Um, but then he had me play a different game, which I loved even more, which I think is still a better game than uh, Halo. That's right. Oh. Fight me. And that game was Fusion Frenzy. <laughs> Bro, that, that was mine. You killed me on that. <laughs> I'll leave it to you then. I'll leave it to you. You're killing me there. You're killing me. Smalls. You know what? Talk to me, AJ. Tag Tell me, me about Tag me in. Just tag, tag me, me in. in. <laughs> All right. So my, my Xbox experience, the first time, 2001, Fusion Frenzy comes out, which is Xbox's version of Mario Party. Oh. It was yes. amazing because it's... Because you always had the kitty kind of stuff playing yeah. on the Nintendo. Yeah, the Mario parties. The Mario parties. So all of a sudden you get something like this and you're just like, wait, what? And then you, you're you you're a person and I'm... Oh man, I played as that cool black dude with the dreads. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like the, I like the yeah. dude with the, the white guy with the blonde hair with like yeah. hawk spiked up. And so I was Troy, like, you just played as you. <laughs> yeah, except, except, except he was like Jack. He, he, was a, he had a swimmer's body. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I, I think the, my favorite mini game out of all that i mean remember this the one with it reminded me of american gladiators you're in like in a circle and you gotta knock each other off the platform but it was like i was like this is like american gladiators i was like this is amazing and <laughs> this I'm game like, is great yeah so that uh, was my my favorite fusion friend fusion frenzy game was the one where you're like on a drill and you're, you're and you have to like climb up the drill it's a ramp and then there's like bars that we have to jump, jump over, over or, or duck, duck under. Yep. <laughs> that one, if you pl- when you get to like the faster uh, portion of that, your mind turns yeah. off and you are just <laughs> you're in the zone. You, you get in the zone. That feeling is so good. It's the same feeling like when you're just like like killing it on Guitar Hero or something, where you no longer see the game. You're just in the game. It's it's an incredible experience. Yeah. But Fusion oh, Frenzy provided. Have that. you played this? No, I haven't played Whoa. this at all. Um, so wait, we we have a barbecue on Saturday. I'm bringing my Xbox over. Do it. I, do it. I do, do it. have I do have do the game. Yes. So we're doing it. A we're thousand doing percent. It. Yes. 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 We'll make it work. We'll find a way. Do Do you hate your friends like you do when you play Mario Party? Uh, no, it's it's a lot more. I feel like it's more competitive. Like I <laughs> the, feel like part, Mario Party. I I I yes. I I am very mean in it, but it's <laughs> I didn't too mean friendly. you specifically. I meant Mario the, Party just has an energy the, yes. that makes you hate the your part, friends. The part where he said that it's not Mario Party meant that you don't hate your friends. Yeah. Oh, nice, nice, nice. nice that's nice. what Mario Party because it's it's more like because it's more realistic. I'm like, oh, you had a better skill set than me. Oh, okay, I yeah. can't deny it. The, or you got lucky. You know, like I'm like I can't hate because you on it. it's more it's more skill based. Um, um, uh, mini games versus like you just roll the thing and now you're winning yeah, for you no roll reason. The thing, or oh, okay. just who can okay. hit the button the most you know it's sort of like you have to do stuff it's a skill oh, set game yeah so you have to sit there and think about it and, and there's no wario so oh, there, there's well, a plus that's a, yeah all right, all right. Wow. 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 so but yeah that's uh I'm glad that yeah. we have the same experience. Yeah. Oh, man, I feel Mindy. super left out, which is perfect for my uh, Xbox memory. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> 
uh, I didn't I didn't get the the original Xbox. It was my older brother's console, um, so I didn't uh, learn to play the Xbox until well into the console's life as I had the the Sony and I had the Nintendo. Uh, whenever I would play with my older brother, he had already played for a while, so I was super bad at it. So it was just like, hey, Mando, you want to play Halo with us? And I'd be like, sure. And I'd go, and you'd have the split screen with like the four boxes, because that's how it was. Uh, and it was just me doing that thing, which is just like the, the worst. is like you're looking at the ground, and then you're looking at the sky, and then you can't <laughs> face the right direction. And that was like my... my my Xbox level skill. So I avoided the Xbox entirely until the 360 generation okay. in which I would case I was also bad at it because I would play I would play what was Halo 2, Halo 3 for the 360. It was No, 2 was on there too. Cuz I I played all three. I played the main story campaign for all three Halos, but I want to say I want to say 3 was on the 360. Three was, yeah, 3 was in 360. Is uh I had a uh, an MMORPG guild and occasionally we would hop off the MMORPG to play Halo because uh, one of our members was really into it and we were so bad which was so funny <laughs> because we were like gods inside of Guild Wars and then we would leave Guild Wars and be like the worst Halo team <laughs> uh, I'm much better at uh, first person shooters now than I was uh, uh, you know Des- Destiny which is uh, everyone knows the better version of Halo I will not jump into this fight. I cannot. I mean, uh, I well, I agree with her. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I, I am. No, no, fight. I agree. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> gang thing, mentality. I was not big on Halo when that was my one thing. I mean, I got it. I think it's sort of. I mean, it, it just repeated itself. So that's why I sort of got bored about it. And then it was the same thing reason I got, I got off of uh, Call of Duty for a little bit because it was just getting ridiculous. It's like. What, what do you mean you got this weapon that I can just fly infinitely? You know, like, <laughs> what? That makes no sense. And I was like, let's be realistic. I want to shoot you. If I shoot you in the head, you're dead. I was like. I, I've never played a Call of Duty game, but they seem like they're going for, like, this is realistic war. So the idea of you flying is funny. <laughs> no, it, it, it was realistic. And then in three, you start can, like, walk on walls. And I'm like, wait, what? Like, why am I walking on walls? And four, it was the same thing. And now with Modern Warfare. We're back to realist, more realistic than it was before. So that was the one thing about it. So yeah, but but yeah, that's it. And then uh, yeah. Hey Troy, what did you play any other Xbox games? Any chance? Nope, that was it. You only play Halo. Uh, he, was- he, he didn't even play Fable. He has no Fable. <laughs> really? Arguably the best I Xbox think. game. I think the next time I touched an Xbox game was when the Kinect came out, and then we played that. Uh, Garanimals. Garan. Not yeah. not Garanimals. Connectables. Connect Connectimals. And then uh, Double Fine had you that. You got so excited for that. You you like perked up all for that. <laughs> that I, I bought that for you for our first Valentine's, you actually. You did. Oh, I got a I tiger that. and I could pet the tiger. Then <laughs> <laughs> there was that Double Fine game, Double Fine Happy Action Theater, which oh I adored. Gosh. One of my favorite games of that year. And it was just like where they would make your living room into like lava. And then you had to like climb on your actual Oh, couches. yeah, that's yeah. right. I forgot about that You could one. jump below the lava. When you came out, you had fireballs on your hands. That was without a doubt the best use of the Kinect. So like I dabbled back into the Xbox for Kinect and stuff. But uh, and then, yeah, for you, I mean, yeah, for your game style too, you like you would go more for that kind of stuff. Yes, yeah. I would. A hundred percent. Yeah. But like, I missed all. I've never played a Gears of War never played a fable you gotta play gears and that's another game to get you should play gears of women because the co-op on it i think it's it's very interesting that's how you lose a lot of friends 
We're gonna because you get so mad. And you're like, why are you an idiot? We're doing teamwork. Walk the same way as why me. do you, know? you want to play this with me? Then, man, I, I like, like being your friend because I know this is. But if, I know you. You. I can handle it. You can handle it. So, so AJ and I, mostly AJ, are gonna make you a list. And okay. Then we're gonna get an Xbox. Oh, okay. The, 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 the Series X. The Series X. Or yeah. we'll figure out how to do it on the PC. We'll there, that's probably the best bet. Yeah, you gotta play their classic ones. I think with Xbox games more than anything else is their classic. Like uh, another reason I got an Xbox was Project Gotham Racing. Oh really? Which was their. I've always been a Gran Turismo guy though. Yeah, it's a. But the thing is, what I liked about it was like real life cars, and you know, like if I yeah. crash it. <laughs> It, it, it ac- actually crashes. Yeah, it actually crashes. And then if I crash the right side, it's actually going to start leaning to the right side because it's all messed up. That's kind of cool. Instead of fun. like, you know, like when you crash, like any racing game, you're like, whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You crash, it matters because your car is <laughs> not going to drive correctly. So yeah, uh, that was my, my that was my two main big games I used to play on Xbox. Maybe. So in the future, I would like to play some more Xbox games. You know, I'm just waiting for Xbox to, to come to me. I've come halfway. Xbox, I need you to take the other half. We'll meet somewhere in the middle. Wait, how have you come out. halfway? The the wanting of <laughs> yes, yes, yes. The wanting of Listen, I am a I am a bred, born and bred Sony guy. So this this is a like I'm already feeling a little bit of a burn inside my soul just talking about Xbox, and I want to quell that. I don't want to feel that burn, a little bit of heartburn. You gotta get you see they get. <laughs> I, I think they need tums. a game if they need that that exclusive game that will draw you to it. <laughs> Fable, uh, <like>. <laughs> Fable. <laughs> uh, that's just me. <laughs> that's what's gonna draw me back. Sea of Thieves was almost that. Yeah, but you can play it on PC. Exactly. <laughs> See, now that was thing is, you know, like it's Xbox exclusive. Like Gears is an Xbox exclusive. Crackdown. You know? So there's nothing else really that's well, Halo. But they, I mean, yeah, it's not no like one's, no like, one's looking forward like to Sony. Yeah, no like you hit me with Sony. If I was on the, if I was on the Xbox and grew up with Xbox, and someone's like, you need to play Sony. I'm like, nah, I don't know about that. And then they were just like, well, how else are you going to play God of War and Last of Us or or Dreams? And I'm like. Oh, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> I need to buy a Sony right now, and that's just three out of like so many games that are exclusive to exactly. Sony. Exactly. Yeah. Same thing with Nintendo. Oh, how are you going to play Mario? How are you going to play Zelda: Breath of the Wild? And you're like, you're right. I need to get. How are you going to play Animal Crossing? Animal oh, you're right. I need to get a Nintendo. Nothing's been said to me of that guild uh, in that way about Xbox that makes me go. This is supposed to be a good a, a good segment about Xbox. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it it, le- it always leads this way anyway. It's okay. I mean, we all have to say. No, they they just bought all those good companies. They bought Double Fine. They bought the um, people who made Ninja Theory. Hellbrain. Ninja Hel- Theory, Hel- Hellblade, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ninja Theory. Uh, so I, I think you know what? That there. that is a big thing for me. Those two uh, companies. So I am interested. They they piqued my interest. I want to. Co- I'm going to keep walking halfway. Hopefully, it can meet me somewhere <laughs> in the distance. But, but on that note, that brings us to our last segment, the Dragon of the Week segment. <gasps> do 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 do. It's the Dragon of the Week. No, do, it's not me. It's the Dragon of the Week. It'll make do, you da, tweak. Do. Dragon of the Week. Dragon of the Week is the segment where we highlight a pillar of the video game industry, someone or something that has left the video game world a better place for having been there. This week, AJ will be shining a little light and sending a little love to Chris Avalon. Take it away, AJ. Hello, it's me again. Uh, So Chris Avalon, yeah, he's a video game designer and comic book writer. Um, Before he really got into um, video game designs, um, he used to write a lot of D&D campaigns. What? Yeah. So I figured you'd like that. Um, In 95, he joined Interplay. Um, In Interplay, they developed uh, all the Star Trek games, the old school Star Trek games. Um, So he developed Star Trek Starfleet in 97. In 98, he he was a designer for Fallout 2. Oh, the top-down one. Mm-hmm. 
So, and then in 03, he wound up leaving Interplay, and then he co-founded Odyssean Entertainment. Um, You know that company? Odyssean. That sounds super familiar. It it will. Wait for it. Wait for (laughs) it. I'm just giving you some suspense. Do they change that D to a B? Maybe I did. Oh, is it Obsidian? Obsidian. I have heard of Obsidian. Yeah, I read that totally wrong. My notes are... It says so much about video games that you said Odyssean, and I was like, yeah, (laughs) I'm on board with whatever made-up word that is. That sounds like a a cool Greek company. Yeah, Odyssean. Odyssean. I don't know why they got in my head, though. I think I got way excited for this. (laughs) As well, you should be. Video games are exciting. Because I I, I like to give you dragons that intertwine everything and getting Troy excited for no reason because <laughs> it always winds up to the back same same exact game <laughs> but oh, is this somehow going to go to Overwatch uh, may or may not okay, but, okay. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> so he started with uh, so after he started that company um, he, they started with their Star Wars Night of the Old Republic 2 Kotor yep he worked on that yep yes he did that was their first game see that released. was another Xbox game that I hadn't played oh, that I really definitely they're, have they're to. supposedly making a remake of it too I would play that they also have a version of it on your phone but I feel like that would be I a don't bad play way it on your phone. if we got no. the new phone maybe it would be good I don't, yeah, I don't know that's not a game I don't think I would play on a phone okay um, <laughs> then then he started designing for Neverwinter so he did Neverwinter I know he I have not played Neverwinter, but I've been meaning to. I feel like you have. I feel you like played I, the vi- the MMO of Neverwinter, but yeah, not I played the, Neverwinter Nights, which is the new one. But yeah. I haven't. But the new, the old one just came out on the Switch, so I've been thinking about it. Go get it. It's worth it. Knowing and that it, he worked on the story makes me want it more. Yeah, his his storylines are the, like the key part. Um, so I'm just and then after that he made Fallout uh, New Vegas, um, then did Wastelands two. He will he developed the uh, levels. And then in 2015, he left and just started freelancing. So he was um, he was a writer for Pillars of Eternity. He was a writer for Prey. Um, and then Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. He was a writer for that as well. Good. The story was fun. Yep. And then um, right in, well, um, Dying Light 2, um, which is supposed to come out this year. But it keeps Ooh. getting uh, delayed. But yeah. he was a writer for that one as well. Um, but my main focus of why I you know, picked him as my Dragon of the Week is was. that he's a culinary connoisseur and makes the best sandwiches <laughs> in the best video game industry. <laughs> just the crispest French bread. What, one one day, we're just going to have to have our dragon be someone who makes sandwiches. Yeah. Just throw it, the it, whole thing off. We got to find him one day. Like he, he owns a sub shop and you're just like, Yo. he really is. <laughs> Whoever developed Cookie Mama has to actually be good at cooking. No, no. I want the dragon of the week to be like, the, my dragon of the week is Bill. I don't know his last name, but he works at the subway on this street and this street and he makes the best meatball subs. <laughs> He just he preheats he them just all by knows. themselves. He just he knows. puts extra sauce. <laughs> he toasts it. He knows, and he knows that I like it double toasted. <laughs> <laughs> so, but his key thing, uh, more than anything else. So, in his comic book side, he's written a lot for Star Wars. He's written almost um, part of almost every single new Star Wars comic. Um, but he, the key part was he wrote the Fallout Bible. The Fallout Bible is essentially the guide, total guide of Fallout. Yikes. So he started this in Yikes. 2002. Okay. He, there's volumes of the Bible. <laughs> Holy so, moly. Yeah. So it's the history of the setting, the elements that compose it, the things that define it, and the rules that guide it so of all of Fallout. That's so, fun. Yeah. So it also uses to serve um, to tie off loose ends uh, left <laughs> by the game and generally clearing up things. 
and also to bridge the first two fallouts to the the rest of the franchise yes, since they is. were under different companies. Yep. So. And then um then all and pretty much all Fallout games have to use that Bible because he's the one that sets the Raiders do this. Uh this uh this creature reacts like this and he you know, you have to go based on guideline in it. Um obviously he, he still writes in it. Um he, That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, he he just you know, adds more. He was and a more wiki things. before there were wikis. Exactly, he was. That was a crazy part about it. That book came out, and Wikipedia was like, "Yes." It's like we don't have to do anything. Exactly. Copy, Copy and paste. paste. Copy, Copy and paste. paste. <laughs> just, just put the site at the end. Yeah, and then uh, so a lot of the, a lot of the fallouts pay homage to him, um, like directly homage to him. Is he like in the games? In the game. So <laughs> there's got to be a place in Fallout called Avalon or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting oh. there. Oh, yeah. Ready? So in Fallout, he, there's a mercenary with his name in, in the game. Oh, that's fun. In Fallout 2, when you're fighting alongside Marcus, which is one of the main characters, he yells, Chris Avalon loves you. And Aww. he actually says that. And um, in Fallout Tactics, he's the mayor of the city of Springfield. And then he, his whole thing was he never knew that there people were going to put him in the game. Yeah. Because he's like, oh, if you guys were going to do that, I would tell them no, because it would break, break, the, the, fo- yeah, yeah. break the fourth wall. <laughs> and he was like, I don't want that because he's like, this is I yeah, wrote the Bible. Like, no, I'm, I'm telling you in, what I'm not in, I, no, that character is in the book I wrote. Essentially, Fallout is him. If it wasn't for him, there would be no Fallout without him. Um, everything, even if he's not involved with it, they have to use that Bible because it if there's a storyline that you know they can't solve or it's just like hey just has no conclusion that bible will conclude it for you <laughs> so that's a great thing but it sounds he, like they would have fell out without him <laughs> i'm brian step he, off oh, i was sorry. gonna say i was oh, like sorry. you're joe sorry number joe all sorry, right sorry 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 fix the numbers levels right levels, levels levels so um yeah but he's you know besides for that i mean he's was writer for a lot of uh a lot of games um I guess the ones you would actually play, Prey. He was in Prey. Nice. Uh, Divinity, Original Sin 2, oh, Into yeah. the Breach. If he's into making those dense stories, then yeah. Divinity yeah. is exactly yeah. up his alley. It sounds like you're a big fan of story in general, because the last dragon that you talked about, uh, the individual who wrote the, the yeah. lore for yes. Warcraft. Yeah. But because that's the whole thing. I'm like, hey, you can develop any level, but you need a story behind that level. And I think my biggest yeah. thing is a story, because it's like your main campaign even when you're playing whichever way, it's there's got to be a reason you're playing this. And yeah, you can make the game motivation. Exactly. You can make the most beautiful level, but then it's like, and then what? You know, right? You right. know, what's the point? It's what's like, the reason that I'm killing 900 rats? Exactly. And this is like, you <laughs> know, us, exactly. That's exactly where I was going Anthem. with this. Anthem is beautiful. I love when we just fly around and just look around. But then what? And I'm like, there's nothing and, else. And yet Overwatch isn't even a single-player campaign, and yet I care about all those characters. Yeah, but yeah. they still gave you the story just about the game. That's what I mean, yeah. yeah. They slowly gave out all that. I mean, same thing. If you're in our um, Monster Hunter 2, beautiful thing. But, again, you why we your, all... You make your own story in Monster Hunter. <laughs> you are the story. N- nah. The well, Anjanath is in love with me. Fight me. <laughs> <laughs> we are in love. It's a beautiful thing. But what was his name again? Chris Avalon. Chris Avalon. Yeah. So super, super thanks, warm hugs, lots of love to Chris Avalon for making all of the stories that we care about. Holler. Yeah. And with that, that brings us to the end of our podcast. Thanks. Special thank you to AJ for joining us again for, hey, for Jay, AJ, creating our AJ, dragon AJ, and AJ, for AJ. 
Yay. I got to go back outside, us. guys. Damn it. <laughs> no, we brought you in. We brought you out. We might be able to sneak you in again. Not a problem. Look, quickest, quickest podcast. Just want to put that out there, too. <laughs> what up? We're working out of time. We're working out of time. As always, we record live upstairs at Tate's Comics, powered by our friends, the 3000 Brigade. That's Ooh. us. We're our own friends. <laughs> if you like what you hear, be sure to like and subscribe at Taste of Dragons on Instagram and Twitter to continue the conversation. Tell us about your favorite dragons. With that, I'm Amanda. I'm Troy. AJ. And we are... The, the taste, taste of, of dragons. dragons. Let's chug Ooh. these Coca-Cola energy drinks. Chug, 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 chug,